0: Coming to you live from BGN Pittsburgh, you're listening to the 3PL Premier League Podcast. Welcome everyone, I'm Mike, with me is Kev, Josh and Liz. Coming up on today's show we'll talk about a new regime for the US men's national team before switching gears and talking about a new look for Man U. Liverpool's struggles against a good Southampton side, Watford taking down the champs and all of league action as we turn from international break. But first... Guys, cheers. Hey. This is the this is literally hey. the first time that like we could actually do this.
1: Kevin's a real person.
0: Yeah. He <laughs> yeah. uh, let me play too. <laughs> yes we did. <laughs> um, so for those who don't know, uh, Kevin typically records from Tennessee, so we're typically all on a Google hangout or something. And uh, you're in for Thanksgiving. And so we said, let's get together and do this for realsies. This is so much better, guys. It like, <laughs> really is. Mean, I might have to move back to Pittsburgh <laughs> just so we can do this every week. There's not that weird, like, wait, is he is he gonna talk? Should we should we wait? Yeah, now yeah. So, so yeah, we can just talk. Should um, we like? So we should like. Have we acknowledged that we're in a pub? So if like fries, like I ordered fries, they're gonna they're gonna be <laughs> yeah. coming out, and people, you know, it's. At some point, yes, there will be fries delivered to the table, yeah. so um, I forget what our waitress's name is, but we should maybe she's, let her know that she's going to be on at right. some point. She, she might be on a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I she's think she
2: noticed. Her. She like showed up like...
0: Yeah. Really. yeah. A oh, yeah. There's a <laughs> microphone. There's a microphone. <laughs> oh, wait,
1: wait, wait. Uh, there, uh, they uh, are, uh, uh, yes. there they are. Nice. Nice. Nice.
0: Thanks. Oh, anywhere. I mean, a, uh, anywhere. Yep, that works. <laughs> Thanks. Well, we got that out of the way. That's good. It's All right, so it. let's do this. Let's just start with um, with some of the news that came out today. Quinsman was fired. So on our last show, which was a before, couple hours ago. Like, yeah. Just, news just broke. Yes, news just broke. Um, we actually talked before they played the Ticos and lost 4 nothing, and we speculated about whether or not he should go, and we said we thought maybe he should go. Yeah, go.
1: I definitely thought he should go, but I, did, I honestly did not think it would happen. Uh, we're in the middle of the Hex, just started, but we're still in the Hex now. I didn't think they would actually be willing to fire him and worry about the upheaval of, you know, having a whole
0: new regime coming out.
1: So, I'm surprised. I don't know if it's a great time to do it, but I definitely think it needed to happen. Yeah.
0: The, the timing seemed interesting, right? I mean, because, one, I mean, do we know when their next game is? Uh, March. Yeah. Okay, so maybe in that respect. They have some time, but I mean, there's important qualifiers coming up. I mean, if you're
1: going to do it, right now is when you do it, because you do have until March to kind of get the next guy up to speed. Um, But, yeah, remember, he's also not just, like, the manager of the team. He's also, like, the director, athletic director, whatever they call him. He's, like, overseeing the whole pyramid as far as, like, people, like, the youth all the way up to the pros. So that's a lot to, like... And he's, he's, he's being removed from all of that. Yes. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, the official
0: the official comment was, today we made the difficult decision of parting ways with Jurgen Klinsman, our head coach of USMS national team and technical director. So he is out. Yeah. Um, ultimately, I think historically, they've had two different people fill those positions. Usually, yeah. Usually you don't have one person that. And so um, sources are saying that the US really wants Bruce Arena to come back, which he was the head coach through 2008. <laughs> And then he went off, and now he's been coaching in MLS. He's been coaching with the Galaxy, Galaxy for a few years.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I honestly, the, trying to figure out who should be the coach is a lot harder than figuring out if we should have Jurgen. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that was easy for me. I'm like, nah, I don't think so. He's not like, doing great. He's been trying to work his system, and hasn't worked for years now. Let's move you know, on. But I don't know who should replace him. I'm kind of in the camp of getting arena if for nothing else the fact that he knows the system he knows the players involved like he he's much more intimately involved in so it would be easier for him to come in and manage the u.s than someone who's never done it before right. well and
2: dan yost posted on twitter he was like you know this is a safe choice like complaining about it but maybe you want a safe choice of someone who has previously built the team up like they went from what 14 to 4 right underneath of arena um, they didn't
1: like, a
0: far worse team. I mean right? What yeah, yeah. had well, to work with and work. He took them to the quarterfinals against yeah. Germany in a game they should have won and made it to the semis in the World Cup. Yeah. So
2: Right and he left like at the end of his contract. Like of course it was a after a very disappointing first round right. you know, exit, but he left at the end of his contract. There were no hard feelings, just you know, he had lived out what he could do with the current team. You needed new blood to get in a new time to play maybe and maybe get some more experience for other people in the
0: U.S. Um, national teams, you know, the company, but... Yeah. Um, well, and one of the things we were talking about on the way over is the fact that Bruce Arena is so intimately tied to MLS and that basically half of the U.S. men's national team roster comes from MLS, so there may be some insight that he yeah, has I mean, there. Yeah, it was. it was when you brought up the point where men sometimes maybe not sometimes, but made comments of reminding everyone that the MLS really is a subpar league when compared to the European leagues, right? He kept on saying, if you want to really play, go play in Europe. And I was thinking, I mean, what, at least half of his squad is MLS guys. You're an MLS player and you hear your manager saying that, immediately you're like, come on, guy, like, what do you, you know, like, it it, demotivates you a bit. And I think Bruce Arena coming from the MLS... I mean, as an MLS player, I'd like to... I'm, I'm behind his rhetoric already <laughs> than, than from what Clinton was kind of talking about. so. If you
2: want to see the U.S. game grow in general. yeah. Right. So having more players come from the MLS is always a good thing, in right. my opinion. Yeah. Because you're not going to grow the MLS as a better team or as a better group unless you have better players and not just retired players from the EPL. So you've got to have people who want to
0: play so, here. That's actually a really interesting point. So do you guys think that... Like, because... Bruce Arena can, can do two things. A, or if you, if, you, if you wanted to pick a manager to do one of two things. A, take the national side as far as they can go. And in, in that way, maybe disregard MLS development. Yeah. Or kind of really focus on MLS development by virtue of the U.S. national squad. In which case, I mean, you, know, you could still go far with a lot of MLS players, but I don't know, do you guys... Get what I'm kind of saying? Right,
1: but no. he's responsible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I don't see what you mean. I, I think, though, is the U.S. coach, his first and only priority is make sure the U.S. team does good. Yes. And uh, I, as far as a fan of MLS and of U.S. soccer, I want to see both grow. Yeah. But I almost feel like it's, it's not a good idea to have a coach or manager who is more concerned about the local league than the national play. Yeah. Right.
2: It would be just as bad to hear the coach say, well, I'm giving you preference because you're a play you for know, the MLS. Right. and right. the MLS is junk. I only like EPL right. players. Like <laughs> You don't want to either way. Just, just focus on who's got the skills and where can they fit and pick a position for them, a single position, and yeah. let them grow on that <laughs> yeah. as opposed to whatever's happening.
0: So let's do this. Um, uh, we got a, a tweet uh, asking who the next EPL manager is to go. Considering that Klinsman is gonna be looking for a gig, do we think Clinsman <laughs> goes to the EPL? And if so, what team do we think?
1: I I don't think Clinsman's gonna have to coach in the EPL.
0: <laughs> Bob Bradley at Swansea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Bob Bradley comes back to USA, <laughs> yeah. back to Roost, yeah, and he yeah. takes them all the way. Yeah. Right? That's, that's the theme, right? <laughs> I it's, the well, it's I don't know, what is like I know Clinsman has a fairly impressive C V before he came to
1: a lot of people said, though, that the only reason why he did as good as he did is because of the people he had around him. Yeah. And when he got rid of that group around him, he fell apart, and that's why he's not been doing well in the
0: U.S. Right. He's He's very much the the rah-rah cheerleader. Like, let's go, guys! And he has other people that do the tactical stuff, and I think that's what came out with the U.S. team, was like, yeah. when he's not doing the tactical stuff, it was Michael Bradley doing the tactical stuff in that last game. Um
1: well, speaking of that, uh, speaking of the tackle stuff and like his rah rah, that this is what concerns me about the US part of it is he was good at getting talent. Right. That is what I actually liked a lot about the journey. Like he got talent and was good at that. So now that he's gone, I, I feel like yeah, we're gonna be better off as far as the coach goes, as far as the manager goes, but as far as getting people into the team, I feel like we're at a real disadvantage now.
0: He was, he was really good at grabbing those foreign players and cap-tying them. Like yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> like, he, he got those players. <laughs> <so>. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Well, I think we have to hope that because the game is growing in the U.S. in general, that that is not as important. That you have, don't have to be so drawn towards your coach because you actually want to play for the United States. It's not like, yeah. you
1: know, like... I still for, feel like, like we're these, about 10 years off from now. Uh, well, probably about five.
0: I feel like that's the U.S. Maybe. thing, like for the past fifteen years, like ah, five, yeah, ten <laughs> years, yeah, ten years,
1: <laughs> constantly <laughs> moving the goalposts. Like yeah. The yeah.
0: All right, so that's that's your uh, that's your dose of U.S. national team talk there. Let's uh, let's get to the the good stuff. Um, we've got a few different games here to talk about. First one up was Man U versus at Arsenal. So this was a game we've talked about United all season um, and their struggles. This was a game that I thought that they really dominated. Um, and Arsenal were just able to get a late point thanks to a header off of Kevin's glorious oh, yeah. Giroux. <laughs> <laughs> Ending the game in a 1-1 draw thanks to a goal from Juan Mata. Um, if you're watching the game, the commentator, the yeah. commentator Juan. It's not Juan. Juan Mata. Um, he had a sore throat. He was trying right to clear the whole time. <laughs> that name was perfect. For perfect, for yeah. So, uh, takeaways from this game. I, I mean, I'll, the first thing that I thought was, Zlatan was out because of car accumulation. Rooney was on the bench, and I thought they played a lot better without either of them. Which... That's the
1: scary part. Like this team is good, and maybe the issue isn't the fact that the the talent on the field isn't there, but the personalities in the locker room and in like you know the field itself is causing issues. Maybe Zlatan is more of a hindrance than a blessing.
0: Uh, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, like their starting lineup. I mean, I, I made the point of. I, I actually don't know. I should have been a bit more prepared. I don't know why Chris Smalling and Eric Bailly—I think is his, his name—the center backs. Those are, those are their starting center back pairings. Now that they are playing. You have Phil Jones, who I won't get into—not um, the greatest center back—and and Rojo playing back there. And you would think Arsenal would be kind of licking their chops at that, but, I think United did a really good job controlling the game. Yeah, I mean, as far as the Ibrahimovic and Rooney thing. I mean, I, I, I was talking to you while we watched some of the game. I think, um, as, a, as a non-United fan, I'm afraid of their potential with Rashford, uh, Martial, and Guard And what? Both Rashford and Martial started this game. Yeah, I think. Along with Juan yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, And, I mean, they're, they're good young players with a lot of legs. And so, yeah. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, they control the game. Arsenal... They didn't really have a sniff yeah. uh, until Drew came on, and they just kind of threw the kitchen stick at him. Chamberlain came on, made a big difference, and uh, yeah, it was it was it was a, a, an exciting game, I would say. Yeah, I, I think what's interesting, and and I don't know if Mourinho is the coach to do it, but they have a lot of big bodies. They have Pogba, they have Valencia, they have Rashford, that can handle two or three guys at a time on them, which should open up space for other players. And if you build a system around that. They could have a lot of open space on the field, and I just don't know if Mourinho's the guy to make that happen. So, yeah. yeah no. he, I think he's, he's yet to get the best out of Pogba. I mean, we saw flashes of it in this game um, where... Yeah, um, we, we watched the second half together, and you were like, wow. Pog was looking he's, good. Well, oh, he's like, slowly showing his brilliance, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I th- there's touches where you can see, okay, that's what he does. And he does a heel flick, and you're like, God, he's good. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you've
2: been influenced by all the commercials you've seen. Yes, that's
0: true. <laughs> <That's> true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, no, I, I was, yeah. As I was tying up, right, as the game was finishing up, I just kept saying, this would be so Mourinho to win this one-nil, kind of <laughs> control the game. Not really end-to-end, you know, kind of pick your moments and then certain times in the game just kind of draw the life out of it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, and and the fact that Arsenal was able to strike back, what, an 80th minute around that time? 89. Um, I mean, that's just, I think it's signs of a good team. When you're not playing well and you can still get a result. I mean, that's that's really important over the course of a 38-game season. I think a lot of times, too, it's it's difficult to sit down and actually pinpoint tactically what a coach is trying to do from the start. And this was one game where I was like, oh, oh I see it. Like, United was just sitting back and forcing anything up. The, as soon as the ball tried to come up the middle, they pounced on. That's why Sanchez was dropping really deep. Yeah, he just, couldn't do his anything. His face was out wide. You know. Ozil couldn't do anything. Yeah. And you know. and so I thought. Well, I mean, it came from the Arsenal goal, too. Chamberlain gets out yeah. wide, beats his man, just puts the ball in the box, and Drew comes on and, and puts a really good header. Yeah. Um, I, but I I, so I tend to think, I mean, I, I don't know. I, th- I think if, if Smalling and Bailly were in the lineup, I don't know if Drew gets such a clean header on it. Phil yeah. Jones is, like, already falling to the ground. Drew <laughs> like, you know, yeah. just comes in with, like, an open header and just puts him back on that, so, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean,
1: does this hurt or uh, help my uh, my thought that Fanny's getting rid
0: of <laughs> our, our predictions from the last yeah, show? Like, getting rid of Mourinho? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I was saying, I don't think this is either a good or a bad result for either team, Yeah. It's kind of yeah. meh. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it it doesn't it doesn't pull United well, out of any kind of rut, and it doesn't kill any momentum at Arsenal. I don't think. No, and I think, like I said, I think that I think United could be scary if they keep playing like this. But considering they have to balance the personalities of Zlatan and Rooney in with the rest of this, I don't think they can pull it off.
1: Yeah, we'll I also, see.
0: I think those are two different issues.
1: I think Rooney isn't so much a, a personality issue. He's a lacking in skill. Later on in his career issue. Whereas Botan I don't think is a lacking skill, I think it's a personality.
0: Are you still holding out hope for Rooney to come to Everton? I don't want
1: him to. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't, because I don't know I don't want him to be there just for nostalgia because I got to feeling if he is there he's not gonna be as good as what he could have been.
0: It's like coming to play at MLS. Exactly. Right? It's, play- it's <laughs> the exact same equivalent. It's you know. Playing out the glory years. So, uh, all right, we'll, we'll move on to the next game here. This draw keeps both Arsenal and United where they are in the table, fourth and sixth respectively. Next week, the Red Devils get uh, West Ham while the Gunners get Bournemouth. So uh, the next game we'll talk about, and Kev, you don't actually get to gloat too much on this one is uh, Southampton versus Liverpool. You know, I take offense to this <laughs> every week. It's it was like, it, well, you know, it comes with the territory. I'm kidding. I don't Josh know.
1: likes it when you're sad every yes.
0: week. Well, <laughs>
1: likes a strong word. Yeah, I don't like. If
0: you were here, we made them sit next to each other just for the heck of it as well. Um, the game was a spirited affair. Ultimately, neither team could uh, best the other, ending the game in a nil-nil draw. Um, Really, for me, about 20 minutes into this game, I, I, it dawned on me that one of my big qualms about the international break is not just that we're missing games for a week, but that the players come back tired, yeah. and then they can't actually play up to the potential. Liverpool looked like they were playing at, like, 60%. Um, yeah, I mean, it, the, the Brazilian boys, um, Klopp came out and said after the game how um, they didn't... When Firmino and Coutinho came back, they didn't even have a full training session with the rest of, rest, rest of the team. They got back off the plane. And it was, all right, like, game time kind of thing. So, no, I mean, it wasn't ideal. Um, and you're right. I mean, legs were a bit tired. I think, historically, Liverpool as a team don't play that great out of international breaks. I was kind of, I don't know, I don't want to sound, like, snooty. Like, I expected those guys. But, like, like in my... You've been snooty for the past few years, my, so you're <laughs> In my, last week, when I was doing my predictions in the next eight games, I had us down for a, a draw for this game. I mean, is a good, a, a good side, well-organized. And uh, coming after the international break, it's it's not ideal going down to Southampton. Um, and, and I think the other thing is we were never gonna lose this game. I mean it's they had one chance. You know, on another day, you know, Firmino goes one on one with the computer. So with that, and with, that, with and, that defense, that one chance. <laughs> I mean I wish, you know, I wish I had my computer in front of me because I think <laughs> Defensively, I don't think we're that bad. I mean, so okay, clean sheet this week, and I—I I don't. This is the first clean sheet you've had all season. But can you can you point? When was the last game we let it more than a goal? I don't, It's been a while. It has been a little, a little while. I mean, there's at least one so goal you can always
1: count on every single game. And we're before I mean, this game. And, and we fun. still we
0: yes. still might be the highest scoring team in the league. I think you are. Well, you know, so, there's no
1: question about how good you guys are uh, offensively. It's just
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah, like, yeah. that's
1: that's not a question. Like yeah, we know yeah. Liverpool's great It's just a matter of like goals. can
0: you dump the water out of the boat quicker than it's filling <laughs> up? And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right now yeah. you guys have been keeping up, so yeah. you're good. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I, honestly, you're right. I mean, usually Liverpool is about one, two at the most goals they let in. Yeah. When you're putting in three goals usually, that's fine. Yep.
0: Yeah. It did
2: feel bad for, for me, though, Like, it's every face. So sad. <laughs> he's going to cry all the way home from that.
0: Yeah. His, his man bun keeps getting longer. and It's, like, <laughs> shaggier. Yeah. I love him, but, yeah, I wish he could really cut that. That's... He
2: doesn't even put it in a bunny, He just, like, lets it stick up there. Like, like a samurai. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: um, I thought that, you know, we've talked a little bit before about Southampton being a good team. And, Kev, you and I were talking a little bit about this earlier, where... The difference between a team like Southampton versus, you know, no offense, but like Everton is Uh I don't think Southampton have the pressure of like being one of those top six or seven teams. So they've been able to sneakily sort of just creep their way up, do their thing. Not that they're the Leicester of last year, but they're doing the same sort of thing that Leicester did where people aren't taking them as seriously. Mm -hmm. And I thought they had a really good game plan coming into this where – Liverpool couldn't get any sustained pressure in their end because as soon as you had Coutinho, Firmino, or Mane try to dribble at them, they just had two or three players swarm them, so they couldn't dribble, they couldn't pass, and they just got the turnover, and that was it. And they couldn't get Liverpool couldn't get numbers off the field to do anything. Simultaneously, I mean, when you when you play in that way, you're not going to do anything offensively, either. right? Yeah, no, no, <laughs> so, you're playing for the point. You're yeah, the you're playing for the yeah. point. When you're playing the top team in the league, no. and you're sitting at whatever they were seventh or eighth. Yeah,
1: you're, you're not worried about getting three points. You're just worried about not losing. Right. Right. A point.
0: Yeah. No, and, and consistently, I mean, this steps a bit away from the actual game itself, but I've, I've been, I mean, over the past four or five years, I mean, the fact that Southampton can keep coming back the way they do, I mean, they have Pochettino, he leaves for another club They get Koeman in. Kuman leaves, they get another manager who's who's doing a really good job right now. I mean, Liverpool have taken Lallana, Mane, Lovren. I mean, their players get scouted every year. And they're still consistently putting in brilliant performances. So, it's it's not it's not it's not an easy thing for a club to do what Southampton are doing, and that just makes me admire them so much that, that they're able to do this kind of year in year out. And I would expect it to continue. I don't know. I mean, if it's if they can hold on their players over the over the course of the winter break, I know Van Dyke's getting a lot of noise around them. He but, had a good uh, game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a brilliant centre back, but. Uh, <laughs> Where's he gonna go, Kev? No, I, don't <laughs> like everyone, you know. yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean he, he, he's, he could go anywhere. I mean he, he could go in any side in the EPL and, and start in and their starting eleven. he's, he's back that kind of a Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything else to say about this game. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, it's it's, it's a, it, I think from a Liverpool perspective, this no I don't no one's panicking who's a Liverpool fan and this is this is fine. Like yeah. this is Coming off the break, this is, is fine. We have Sunderland next week. Let's get back to winning ways there and, uh, and kind of roll on. Okay, fair enough. Uh, the draw drops Liverpool to the second spot in the table, which, uh, yeah, yeah, I know, you don't care.
1: Bloom and doom. That's right.
0: <laughs> Southampton is still at 10. Um, next week, Liverpool, like you said, get Sunderland, Southampton get Everton. So we'll see how you it's guys fare forward. after making that comparison. That will be a good game. Yeah. Are um, you nervous at all? Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean It doesn't matter who we play right now. I'm just nervous because of the game. I was waiting for you to be like, no! We no, got this! No. Is, it, is, it, is, it, is it at Everton? Or? I don't know. I don't know. I yeah. think it is. Yeah, because we just played away. Play,
0: so so. Yeah. of Southampton. Yeah. yeah Southampton's home game. Yeah, so. Oh. so the uh, the third game we're going to take an in-depth dive into is uh, Watford versus Leicester. In this game, it took less than a minute for Watford to put their stamp on it with uh, Kapu Ace. Or, Kapu. I keep... It, Capoue, Capoue. Capoue. I Capoue. I think it's just Capoue. I think it's just Capoue. Okay, Kapo scoring fast, and the Hornets were able to hold on to beat the champs 2-1. to one. Um, uh, Yeah, Kev, we watched this game again together, and the first goal, which was in less than a minute, basically came from a cross from Perea to Troy Dini, and Troy Dini made a little... I Mello, you're announcing the right? player's name. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm either getting it really right or really, really wrong. Um... But the flick from Troy Yeah, he's incredible. Yeah. Troy Dini's one of my favorite players in the league. I mean, he's just... He's been at Watford for so long. I think he's a goal away from being one of their top goal scorers of all time. He's their captain. Um, he's just... He's a really smart player. And that flick... It's, I'm going to struggle to find a better so, assist. So, we got to, I mean, like, paint the picture. So... Paella or pareya <laughs> pa- is, yeah, it it's is really very different I think, I think he different. Just, his new name is Paella. Period. Is, like Dud. It's yes. Paella. That's paella. So so <laughs> Paella gets to the corner, puts it across. It's it basically the top of the box. And uh Troy Dini instead of heading it towards the goal, literally just sort of flicks it horizontally, like just straight across the box. Just knew that Kapo was there and Kapo volleyed it home yeah no look he he knew his other player was there he was surrounded by Buster oh. defenders and yeah the fl- it was no look flick and kapoo just kapoo yeah. see yeah just kind of ran onto hi, it hi yeah. <laughs> mean, I, I imagine a comic book where
1: it's just kapow and
0: <laughs> kapow <laughs> that's how I remember so kapow just, so magic kapow. <laughs> we're yeah. just gonna have all these nicknames for Watford yeah. players yeah. that we will never talk about yeah. again yeah um and then Perea had a goal of his own that uh, was very reminiscent of what we've seen from uh, Sun from Spurs earlier the season where he just sort of picked it up, beat a few players outside the box and curled it far post. At the time I said I thought the goalie should have saved it. Um, I think you're being harsh. You think, think I'm mean, being harsh? Yeah. I think it was it was a good strike. Was, I thought it was well placed. Yeah. But I thought it was safe. I think I think if anything, the lesser defenders. I think Drinkwater gets caught out of being a bit lazy on this. One. Not lazy, but maybe caught yeah. out of the position. Um I mean, it was a good strike. I, I mean, and, and Watford looked good for it, too. I mean, Watford played really well, especially in the first half. Yeah. I mean, I think this was a case where we've talked about Leicester and how nobody has really counted Leicester for anything um, so far this season, and I think that sort of continues. <laughs> no, yeah, I
1: mean, at this point, I'm just worried about Leicester getting... Oh, yeah, I mean, is that a possibility that we see them win the championship? So. Uh, win the league one year, and then the next year?
0: get yeah. Where are they at right now on the table? They
1: are currently at fourteen. Yeah. Fourteenth. Uh I mean Watford was at eighth. Or yeah. is So I mean it's not like it's a bad team, that they played against and they lost. Like it's and not these like these are the champs. And here's the thing,
0: these are the champs these are the champs and uh and they kept almost all of their team from last year because they were the champs. Like, people re-signed up with them, like Mahrez, saying, like, I think we got something special here. Yeah, and party and, and... Yeah. But, but at the same time, I don't know. I, my guess is the team and the fans included, they're, they're, fo- they're completely focusing on Champions League games right now. Like, they don't really care too much about Premier League games, especially, I think, away Premier League games. Um, it's possible. Yeah. But my, my guess is their, their model would have been, okay... If we're, if we're at home in the league, yeah, we, we'll expect to get a result. Yeah. If we're away in the league, we're not expecting anything. And then we put 100% full force in the Champions League games. So they're, and that's what they're doing. I mean, they're, they're top of their group in the Champions League right now. They have a very good chance of finishing their group first, which would be a huge achievement. I mean, they might get like Madrid in the second round or something. I mean, but like, yeah, I, it's as, a, but still, like, I, as a Leicester fan, 18, 18 months ago, like, it, it, playing you know, Real Madrid, yeah, but that's amazing. Yeah. And so I think I think they're they're just they're kind of riding that wave. I I don't think they're going to get good. Really I think they're too good for that. They might beat Chelsea's record of last year of the lowest place finish after winning after the league. <laughs> But I don't think they're going to care too much about that. Well, and I think as a Leicester fan, I'm not saying I'm a Leicester fan. I'm just saying <laughs> if I were a Leicester fan, hypothetical Leicester Hi- fan, hypothetical here. Lester fan here. Um, if you were to tell me you're going to win it all, but the next season you got a chance at going down, I think you still take that. Like, you're not one of the big four or six clubs. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, give us that one chance to go crazy and celebrate and be the champs. I don't know. I
1: don't know. I don't like, I, I understand what you're saying. If it was the option of, like, it either happens or you don't go up at all, then, yeah, you take that, obviously. But yeah, yeah. if the other thing is, like, you're the champion, then the next year you're back down to the league you were in before, it'd be like... Did it actually happen? Like yeah, do you, like yeah. you know, what I mean, like you said that, like, wow, that was like a weird fever dream we just had where we were actually a good team. So I mean, that's.
0: I really don't think they're going
1: down. I'm hoping I'm hoping you're right because I don't want to see them go down because I feel like it's just a cool story and it would be kind of tarnished if you know next season they go into oblivion and you never hear from them again.
0: I fully expect them to start putting a good string of results together after the Champions League group stages stop. There's going to be a little break before the knockout stages. I'm just I'm just predicting, like, 20 years from now, and they're like, we'll always have 2016. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's just, At yeah. least they
2: get to have strong emotions. Like, everything right. is just like, I don't know. We <laughs> have hope, and uh, then we're in the middle of the league every year. Like, it's just what you do. know. At least Leicester gets to have lots of emotions. They're very excited. They're yeah. very <laughs> sad. Like, you know. They emotions, have the whole spectrum. <laughs> yeah, you guys are right in the middle. I'll
0: take that. So... Yeah, in, in this case, you know, the Hornets could have had a few more goals. Um, Watford continue to look strong. They won three of their last five. The only loss was to Liverpool. And that's the exact point. Of, oh, not the Liverpool part, but the... <laughs> <laughs> what? <No>. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it seems like almost every time we talk about a game where Watford gets a decent result. We like always talk about the other team and Watford kind of continually just kinda fly on the I feel radar. like we do that in, like for everybody in the bottom half of the league. Like well, anytime those
1: in eighth place right now. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I, mean, they're, they're legit.
0: yeah I mean they and, and I think when they did play Liverpool and I was talking about Watford as a team, I think they're kind of perfectly placed this season to be I think if you look at their average age, they're one of the older teams in the league. But I still don't think they're at a point where that's necessarily to their detriment, like as far as legs are concerned. They're more veterans than they are. You know, they're experienced old. in
1: a good way. Yeah, yeah I mean,
0: they, they're not They're not going to get... I mean, younger teams will have a chance at outrunning them, but they're not necessarily going to be a team that you know you can just outrun. And so this, I, think, I think this is going to be a big year for them. It, 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 they need to be expecting to do something big this year or next year. And then they're, they're going to be start looking into trying to replace people like Dini and you know, Agalo's always mentioned about potentially leaving and, and things like that.
1: I also think it's a, trap, a little bit of a trap though with Watford because if you look at who they played, they played a lot of the lower teams, and the teams that they did play that were higher up, other than Man U,
0: who they won against, like, what was it, 6-0? It was 6-0, I think. 6-1? Or 6-1, that's six one. right, because yeah. Liverpool hasn't a clean sheet. Against Liverpool, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's
0: right. Subtle jab. Slow zing, jab. Zing. But I, mean, what, I sure should walk, I should get a knife so I can actually poke you <laughs> this time. I'm pretty sure Walker had a really tough start. <laughs> For you. Thank you. Liz. For you. Um so I'm
1: looking at Southampton, they, uh, they tied against uh Chelsea, they lost against Arsenal, they yeah. lost against. So again, teams you would expect them to yeah. lose against. And then they went up against like West Ham, um Burnley, Burton most, you know, so, I mean, the teams that they right. either won or tied are the ones you would kind of expect them to. Yeah. But when the only, t- only surprising thing on this whole list is the Man U, but is not that surprising since right. we've seen Man U kind of implode right. a little bit? Yeah. yeah.
0: So, I'm, I'm impressed with Watford. I, I, yeah. I've, I've, been, I've been impressed with them all season. Watford have won three of their last five. Um, Leicester have now lost three of their last five. Next week, the Foxes gets Middlesbrough, while the Hornets get Stoke. So, um... You guys ready to do some rapid fire? I love this because like yeah we're we're everybody everybody's pulling out their notes like all right are we ready?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna be the worst at this I apologize in advance. we we suck at this. Yeah
0: you're fine. Yeah. So uh, all right so we're gonna go around the league here rapid fire style PK style. Kev you're gonna start off off, start us off with Palace versus City. I'm gonna take my time here okay. Go. (laughs) Go. Do it. They're gonna poke (laughs) me with a knife. Go. City City traveled to London to take on Crystal Palace as two goals from Yaya Torre ensured a two to one victory over Palace. Although City walked away with three points, Guardiola spoke of a disappointing performance and insisted he prefers the previous performances against Everton and Burrow, both finishing in nil-no oh sorry, one-one, and even Tottenham when they lost two-nil. Right. Uh, further mentioning when they <laughs> <laughs> Further mentioning in the po- in the post-match uh, press conference that they can forget about title hopes if they keep playing like this. All right, you're going too slow. Josh, ever yeah.
1: <laughs> American superhero Bob the Scow Bradley almost Ugh. got his first win of the season when the Swans scored in the 41st minute off a penalty kick taken by Sigurdsson. I can't say his name. Sigurdsson. Sigurdsson. Say the Icelandic. <laughs> wow, we don't even try. <laughs> well, not. Paella. They couldn't, they couldn't keep the lead, though, the whole match. Uh, because in the 89th minute, Coleman scored a header, and Everton stole a points. To note, though, no
0: one left that field happy. Everyone was <laughs> just so sad. Just like, eh, we got nothing. All right, ladies, you ready? Stoke versus Bournemouth?
2: Here we go. <laughs> in a game that was more memorable for the number of delays, fouls, and free kicks, Nathan McKay was able to sink his first goal for Bournemouth in the 26th minute. Though Stoke go hard, taking twice as many shots and having three times as many shots on goal, Vermouth led. held on for the one nil win. There were 29 fouls, okay. 26 free kicks, 6 what? delays, and a total of 10 minutes of stoppage time in that game. What? That is like every two-thirds of a minute something happens.
0: That was so good. I was, it was like I was hearing like some <laughs> World War II news report coming in. That was really good. Let's hear
1: from the boys back home. Thanks for lying to me. I appreciate it.
0: All right, so I got I got uh, Spurs versus West Ham. Um, okay, beer break. Beer break, yes. Thank you very much. Um... Thank so, you. So Spurs versus West Ham all aboard the Kane train. Choo choo uh and probably the most exciting game of the weekend. Sp- yeah, whatever. Spurs found the uh, the goal scoring they've so desperately been missing, getting their first from young Harry Winks in Spurs Premier League start, and following up with late goal and stoppage time PK from we're gonna I'm gonna start calling him the conductor now. Um, thanks, Josh. Just to seal a three two win for Spurs. Their first three points since October second. But they're still unbeaten. So, you know, we've got that.
2: So the, the announcers on this one, Tiddlywinks, is what they wanted his nickname to be. So now that's uh, all I can think of. Or, they're like, for they, Kane? They're no, like, no, no. Uh, yeah. Oh, Harry oh, Winks. Harry Winks, winks. winks. Oh, yeah, yeah, Tiddlywinks? They're,
0: tiddlywinks. they're tiddlywinks. like, if
2: they don't call him Tiddlywinks in the locker room, locker they're winks. missing out. I was like, <laughs> great, that's all I can <laughs> think of. The now. Name, right? Tiddlywinks. <laughs>
0: John, tiddlywinks <laughs> and the conductor. All right, Cap, Sondland and Hall. Uh, the ferocious striking partnership of Defoe and B. You wrote stroking here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <really>? stroking. <laughs> I, was, I was pausing not for that because of ferocious striking right, partnership to get, of Defoe <laughs> and Anitia. Yeah. Let that just sink in for a second. Uh, put three past Hall in this battle of the bottom of the table to lead Sunderland to their second win of the season, resulting in a 3-0 victory. Hall still sit two points clear of Sunderland as Hall play host to West Brom next week and Sunderland travel to the ball. Not Liverpool. Liverpool. <coughs> Josh, Middlesbrough versus yeah. Chelsea.
1: Costa's 31st minute's goal proved to be the game winner. The bros held their own. That's what I'm calling them now, by the way. The, the, the bros? I don't like the it. The bros held their own. <laughs> <laughs> and said, them for not letting anything else in the back of the nets. This win puts Chelsea at the top of the table. But if you have a Chelsea fan as a friend, I'm sure you already know this because you've been told at least 100 times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what does that say about Chelsea fans? Liz, bring us home with West Brom versus Burnley.
2: I. West Brom spread the joy around on a cold and rainy Monday, and their 4 nil win over Burnley for individual players got to send it into the back of the net. This included a 64th-minute goal from Rondon, which gave me a win for this week. Yay, uh, Rondon!
0: <laughs> I think what we should do from now on is we should write these up and just make Liz read them. Like, just throw it to Liz, yeah. and you can just read them all. It's really good. Because, yeah, you totally trumped us in all of that. So that's, uh, that's what happened this week. Um... I guess we need to talk a little bit about fantasy. I really don't want to, because my team is just... Why can't I play
2: Josh this week? This is bullshit. <laughs> I yeah. tried to cheat. It didn't
0: work.
1: Yes. Nothing could happen. So this week I did not do Fantastic right? I won my my match. No one cares about you.
0: No cares. <laughs> We're a few drinks in. We're telling it how it is. Yeah. Um, I ended up with 18 points on the week. Um, that's that's that's, that's that's it's terrible
2: that is Mike,
1: you so, make
0: me feel better look, look here's the thing <laughs> <laughs> i captain lukaku because i said hey too. they're playing swansea thing. it's gonna be yeah. great yeah no um At least
2: yours was an accident, Josh.
0: <laughs> here's the thing my thing yeah. my, my team is is terrible and i keep telling myself like just wait for the wild card you can make it all better but considering how the past few weeks have gone I think I'm going to screw that up too. I don't think I'm going to get it right. I
2: don't think you have to wait for the wild card. can you just use it?
0: No. Well, I already used my one. You get a second one. Yeah. No,
2: I thought you thought six. that you used it against me, but you definitely did not.
0: No, I used it before oh. that. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, I'm just going to eat the points. It's fine. And then Liz crushed me anyway. So <laughs> yeah. yes. Don't eat that many points.
2: No. Life lesson.
0: My thought process was, I'll be happy with my team. It's worth taking the hit. It so wasn't. Like being a
1: proud parent, being happy with your kids. That's right. <laughs> this you actually can see a little Sad. more. You, you, you At can, least
0: they're nice people. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Nah. You're nah. Not
1: stuck with what you got. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: I need to figure out a way to get Ozil out of my lineup um, and get somebody else in. I don't know who.
1: I I'm, just got Alan on my team. Uh, Joe. I, I just found out that he's suspended now until December 3rd or something like that. Yeah? Yeah, yeah fantastic. <laughs>
0: I added him December two weeks ago. Thursday.
1: Yeah. What did he do? Like, I don't, I don't punch know. Punch the baby.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I put up my, I
1: pulled up my, my uh, team, and it just said uh, <laughs> Joe no. Allen out until or suspended until December third. I was like, oh, well, great. I'm glad I just got him in the team last week. Nice. Yeah.
2: Fantastic.
0: He's in my team. I, I didn't know. that. Yeah, he's in my team. I have a couple
2: weeks. I probably have the two trades, and I probably should decide yeah. if I want to use them. But I have people who are out on some injuries, but I kind of like my team. Like, they're pretty <laughs> consistent. Consistent they're nice, hard to come by. They're nice like people. Seriously, yeah, the <laughs> you know what? I like to look at them. <laughs> if I could Maybe. talk to them, I just it's need probably to do Pellet that right. now.
0: I just need to pick players I like. Like, so Olivia Drew would be my captain. That's what I should. Should, do do, should we talk? Did okay, I, we okay, didn't so even talk about that.
2: I started to follow the EPL. Like yeah. I took the test on NBC. Yeah. Was it NBC
1: last year? NBC Sports said yeah. like, We so to know your, Yeah, What team you want to be? And I was like, for. okay,
2: so like they picked Fulham for me. I was like, okay, let's go research. And they're a lot like the Browns. Like they make everyone sad, but you still you are really <laughs> consistently rooting for them. I'm from Craving Ohio. I got it But like they were all cute, so I was like, I'll stick with them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <But> <laughs> so where Yes. Yeah. The and
1: Warriors. then they got
2: relegated. and...
1: Now you just listen to him on the radio. Which no. is not so, so wait, wait, wait. So I hold on. Them. I so
0: you still follow him? You're not Evertonian like he is? No. Oh, see, I I see, I, I, I like,
1: I just assumed you guys are in stuff. the same house. Yeah,
0: no. no I good I, for I, you. I,
2: especially in like fantasy, I curse him a lot. These two teams are exactly
1: stuff. the opposite. So like every time we watch a game. This I is fantastic. I have someone fantastic. on the other side of the fantasy team, than she does, and she's just like, no, he can't score. That's the, the person I'm playing, his captain. He can't score. I'm like, but he's my captain. <laughs> Don't matter.
0: Liz is not an Evertonian. I mean, that's, no. that's all you need I'm to not. know. That's, <laughs> that's great. That's also great. not a Liverpool fan, though. That's all well, you need. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, baby steps. <laughs>
2: I mean, if I had to pick a current EPL team, I would pick the Spurs.
0: Well, you know, Fulham's cool. I like Fulham. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah I mean,
0: They're harmless. Problems. Problems. I don't, like, I don't know. They're not doing too great in the championship, though, right? I mean, there's they're I mean, kind of mid-table. We started
2: off pretty wonderfully, right. and we got really excited, yeah. and now we're about mid-table. But last year, we, we're, we
0: were great. Going, we thought we
2: were going to get re-relegated last year, like we going should, again.
0: This should actually be a new so segment sad. where we talk about the championship. And then pull a so list. I would not know score. anything about it. I, I, I barely know what That's teams cool. are in this there's a lot doing of Newcastle
1: fans. Yeah, Newcastle. We could do that. We could do that. That could be fun.
2: You can get
1: ESBO for Newcastle, right?
0: Kevin, okay, what about you? Did you win your uh, fantasy this week? I was hoping you didn't throw it over me. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I didn't say anything, so I assumed. <laughs> I, I'm, look, so I've been traveling home. It's been family. Fa- I haven't had time to even check. I, okay. I, my okay. guess is Oh, my no. God. How many times have you checked
2: Facebook? Like, it's on your phone, <laughs> <laughs> sir.
0: Uh, uh, sir. What's uh, <laughs> uh, um, your team's name? Not Kevin. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, that's right. It's not Kevin. It's not funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not. Funny. But, uh... No, I mean, I, I figured it did poorly, because like, I got, I mean, my, my team kind of runs off of Liverpool, so if Liverpool don't play well, then my team doesn't play well. You got so.
1: 34 points total, and... So I doubled Mike, right? Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Cap. Whoever you are playing against, I think it was Mauricio, uh, I think you were playing against. That's right. Mr. Vargas. Yeah, Vargas, uh, he got 45, so, so you did lose. You did
0: lose. Which is disappointing, because I don't think he's actually changed anything since, like, the start of his... I could be wrong. No, I think
1: I saw some yeah. changes. All right. All right.
0: Well, sorry, Marissa. I only care when I'm
1: <laughs> playing them, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah, he even changed his uh, uh, formation this week. Oh, nice. So you so still did play. All so right, well, there you go. You, I don't feel you, as bad. You didn't lose against a ghost. You're
0: yeah, right? that's good. I saw he was pretty pumped when the USA lost to uh Oh, yeah. That, yeah. So I was like, I,
1: <laughs> at first I was like, you know what? I'm like, ah, oh, wait. Yeah, yeah that's Whatever. all right. We like <laughs> you. You're all right. Fine, I suppose. I was going to say,
0: speaking of, there's a there's a big push for us to uh, talk some Riverhounds here at some point. So I think we need to get another show on the schedule. This uh, is the place to do it, too. I feel like we're in the... Uh, you're going back to Tennessee. Like, what do you... No, not I mean like Hawkins it's as like piping. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, so we gotta do a roundshare soon. They've been making some signings. Um, that's pretty much it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can
1: actually do some research on the signings, see if we think
0: they look good or not. That's right. Yeah. Do a show about that. There's a lot of stuff about the whole division two status with USL and whether or not NASL is really going away and. Um,
2: we should wait till the first snow so it at least feels like the first game of the season it's true yes, really get yes. In yeah. the mood, like oh this is what it'll be like in whatever yeah. March.
0: march yeah Ridiculous. although there's there's now talk of potentially bumping up the usl season even more because there's more teams yep yep so we might be starting earlier which means it'll be even colder yeah why don't we
2: just move it back like why can't we play further into like october that would
0: make sense because, that would,
2: like, yeah we get better weather in october possibly november maybe we definitely 10 weeks day in november yeah. like so, I already served walking tacos in the snow with like basically liquor poured on top of them. Oh my
0: gosh, I've forgotten about walking tacos. <laughs> That's the first it's tailgate. The first, first tailgate I take oh,
2: care of is all so walking nice. tacos and liquor. It's
1: oh all
0: my is. gosh. Yeah. I knew <laughs> that. All right, we're gonna we're gonna reminisce for a while here after the show's over. Let's wrap this up. Big thanks to everyone for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the pod on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I just realized Kevin listens on Google Play. I didn't know that. Um, (laughs) If you leave us a rating, that would be greatly – or we would be greatly appreciative. It helps spread the word about the show, bring more fun to the fans, all that stuff. You can follow us on Twitter at 3PLpod. Email us at 3PL at bgn.fm. For more great soccer podcasts, head over to the Beautiful Game Network at bgn.fm. Big thanks to Pipers for having us here as guests this evening. Um, big thanks to you guys for showing up and, and, and not doing a Google Hangout. I drove nine hours. I know you did. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just, just <laughs> <Not> for Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't going to come if it was just
1: Thanksgiving. But then you said, podcast? All right, I'm
0: coming. On that note, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Enjoy the holidays, and we will talk to you very, very soon. <laughs> Cheers. Later. Adios. Nice. This is the 3PL Premier League podcast brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network. Find more great football, soccer, beautiful game podcasts at bgm.fm.